Welcome to the National Crawford Roundtable podcast, a view of culture, current events, and politics through a biblical lens, brought to you by Preborn, saving babies and souls. Alliance Defending Freedom, defending the First Amendment rights of free speech and religious liberty. And Wilson Financial Advisors, over 50 years of financial expertise and success, helping you build confidence in your financial future. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on their banners to visit their websites. And now here are your hosts. Neil Boron, Bob Duco, Roger Marsh, and John Rush. Back with another week of the National Crawford Roundtable podcast with all of the guys, Neil Boron, Roger Marsh, myself, Bob Duco. Hey, John Prodigal Rush, back with us. John, welcome back. How <laughs> hey, you yes, doing? I am. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm telling you. Exactly. The, the darkest guy in the room, I'm telling that's you. That's right. Biggest, best tan Literally. Of Literally, yes. I know, really. Tell me about it. Anyway, so this week... A couple of big things going on, really. We've got President Biden officially announcing his re-election campaign. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, the big Tucker Carlson. No, that was not Joe Biden joining us. Sleeping. <laughs> no, 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 not yet. Not not yet. And then, of course, we have the whole Tucker Carlson thing. This week, we're going to focus on Tucker Carlson, Fox News, and such. Next week and in future weeks, of course, we'll be hitting Joe Biden. Anybody out there surprised? John, you called this that that uh, Biden was going to reannounce. Yep, I did. Yeah. But he's not going to. I mean, you most people, get, the, you and I are in agreement. He's not going to get inaugurated in twenty twenty four. I don't think so, unless we really, really, really stub our toes somehow. You know, fierce. Uh, no, I don't think he. I don't think he does, but you know, keep in mind there was a lot of people out there. I had even some listener bets going on that they thought he wouldn't make it the two years. Well, he's going the whole the whole distance. Guys. I did. You know what? I thought he would make it two years. I really did, and I thought this would be the time that they would be. My, my prediction from day one has been uh, spring of twenty twenty four. This is when they start. Or I'm sorry, of twenty twenty three. This is when they start putting together the exit plan for him, the entrance plan, the, the switch plan mm. for, for them. But the problem is Kamala Harris, she is such a train wreck nightmare disaster. Yep. She's horrible in yep. the polls. Her word salads just keep continuing. And I think they're like, what do we do? We're, we're not in a position to make this move yet. We're just going to mess up 2024 for ourselves. So I think they got two years to basically clean up her image or a year and a half to clean up her image try to get him reelected if possible. But I, I think personally that they'll make the switch before the actual... I, I think it'll happen in the prime. I don't think he gets nominated next year. I think yeah, she's the one who gets nominated. No, nope. You think he gets nominated? Yep. Oh, well, I keep right. telling you guys, old Joe has a lot more power in the party than anyone gives him credit for. Well, all right. Well, all for right. the record, I seriously right. don't know what to think because I'm pretty sure I didn't think he would last months. I thought the transition would happen immediately after taking office, like that he was the. Nope. Yeah, I mean, he was the the uh, tool to help get guys. You got to look at all, and then of, all the of the a whole. Throw it to Kamala. You look at Hunter Biden, all the different things that have gone on. The power this man has, no one's recognizing for some reason, and I don't know why. He he's running the party, even though he's why do, you know only half there. He's running the party, guys. What are you basing that on? No, he's not running. Yes, the party. he is. He's weekend, he's weekend at Bernie's. They're no, he's not. He, that, I think a lot of that is a front, is my opinion. Well, guys, oh come on, the Easter Bunny guiding him around is a front. Those, those are. He, 
Let me tell you what. He is there more of the time than you think, and he's got a lot more power than anyone gives him credit for. Well, guys, and please understand, too, I mean, this, no disrespect to any of our listeners who are registered Democrats, it does not take a lot of power to run the Democratic Party these days. Very I true. Mean, if Joe yeah, Biden well. can do it with an ice cream brain freeze and Kamala Harris riding shotgun, I mean, that's one, one key example. I'll just throw this out here. Covenant Christian School in Nashville. There's a mass shooting. Transgender person goes in, shoots up. Three students are dead. Three adults are dead. They start arguing gun control in the Tennessee State House. And who gets invited to the White House? Who did the vice president go down to see specifically? Was it the students? Was it the families of the victims? Was it the families of the... No. The Tennessee Three were fed at the White House yesterday. Mm-hmm. Because they right. were expelled mm-hmm. for for talking about gun control. Mm-hmm. That's the Democrat Party in 2023, and Joe Biden right. can and run that with his eyes closed and an ice cream brain freeze. And and uh, John, you you don't think this is a, a coalition of Democrats, a coalition of behind the scenes Democrats that are running the party right now? Yes, but he yeah, but he's got leader? he's got. Let me tell you what, and I I could be wrong, and I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist by any stretch of the imagination, but I think Joe's got dirt on more people than you'd ever imagine. He's he's got more power than the Clintons combined did. Well, if he doesn't, it's Jill that's got the power. If that's the case, because I just don't think he cognitively. Uh, can uh, continue the conversation. We see him in the cameras when they build them up as best as possible. I know, but anybody let me tell think, you. So it's got to be Jill then. When, anybody when, think the Chinese government is running the Democratic Party? Well, they're they're that part of it too, uh, Neil, because they they well, own definitely. Joe. But you know, bottom line, I keep saying it. Nobody seems to want to believe me, but Joe's got more power than we give him credit for. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Then I'm gonna. If you're right, then I'm gonna call it Jill Proxy Power because whatever dirt he has on people, she would have on them also. Agree. So either she's either she's being the the the, uh, the complete queen behind the scenes, or it just it seems to me that there is a probably a de facto leader or handful of leaders that's part of a Democratic Party coalition that pretty much gives him his instructions and that he mumbles and nods and slurs in agreement. And it's, okay, you got going to go before the camera, so here, take these pills, and we're going to get you to up to 40%, yeah. you know, in front of the camera. My point being is I think at times we take a lot of that for granted and just think it's, you know, we did the same thing in the last election. Oh, Sleepy Joe in the basement, he's easy to beat, it's no big deal. Well, is that really true? Yeah, well, you know, yeah, that's where you have to. That's where you do have to recognize the power of the mainstream media, social right. media, big tech, and their ability to manipulate votes. Because that's right. If not for that, Trump would have taken 2020 in a landslide. Agree. So anyway, let me, let me jump in for a second. As long as I mean, yeah, we didn't we didn't really plan to talk about Joe Biden, but obviously the question has to be asked: like, who runs the country if he can't and it, then it's Kamala Harris and so we made a little joke not really a joke I mean it was truth that she called it the federal drug administration but right. uh, I want to talk about that for a second because the FDA as I mean we talked about this last week and anybody should go back and listen to last week's podcast if you get a chance but it was about the uh, abortion drug mifepristone uh, mm. it's a drug that some people claim is safer than Tylenol but what we've learned over the last 20 years in studies that have been done Uh, since the FDA ignored their own protocols during the Clinton administration to get this thing rushed through, is that it results in four to five times more complications than surgical abortions. Some of them, by the way, are deadly. So what we know now is that one in five women who use the abortion drug will suffer some kind of complication that requires further medical attention for things like severe bleeding and deadly infection. For some, mifepristone can prevent women from ever having a successful pregnancy again. That's pretty scary. But these drugs are available by mail. They're on drugstore shelves to be used by women who've never seen a doctor uh, to even determine if they even are pregnant. 
So no wonder we're hearing about so many emergency surgeries and blood transfusions and hysterectomies. Well, in a first-of-its-kind lawsuit, our partner, ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom, representing a huge group of doctors and pro-life organizations, pro bono for free, stepped in uh, to challenge the FDA's illegal approval of this chemical abortion drug, Mifepristone, and you know its effort to eliminate safeguards that protect women and children. Uh, it's a life and death issue for women and their babies, and we need at least 40 people today. It's why I wanted to bring it up right now. We need 40 people to step up and say they want to help, that they're willing to give. And to date, the Alliance Defending Freedom's done incredible work. 14 victories at the U.S. Supreme Court. 80% of the cases they've ever taken on, they win. So $50, folks, goes a long way. 100 goes even further. Join the fight for freedom. Just call 877-367-6461, 877-367-6461, or click on the Alliance Defending Freedom banner at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. Uh, but I just wanted to throw that in. We were talking about the FDA and stuff, reminding me that we need to thank our sponsors. And, Roger, uh, you have brought to us another faithful sponsor that allows us to talk about this stuff every single week. Yeah, Dennis Wilson and Wilson Financial, really, when talk about for such a time as this, I mean, this is a guy who's been doing this for 54 years. I mean, helping people be good stewards with the money to which God has entrusted to them. And I know he's a huge supporter of pre-born. He's a huge supporter of Alliance Defending Freedom. And a lot of people come to Dennis, they say, look, I want to make sure that I don't lose money during my retirement years. And he can put you in rock solid investments that don't lose money. I know that sounds too good to be true, but it really is. But the proceeds of the investments that you make in uh, different uh, projects, if you will, that uh, Dennis Wilson is working on, go to ministries. They go to, they, he can show you how to set up your estate to where you can support Alliance Defending Freedom, you know, on a regular basis with a one-time gift or a monthly gift as part of your retirement and then in perpetuity through your estate planning. Um, I can't stress how important it is in these strategic times when the government is racking up bills and racking up debt and raising debt ceilings. And you know where that's coming. It's coming right for your pocketbook and for mm -hmm. mine during these times. And if you want to have the pay the lowest taxes possible, if not go tax free during retirement years, you have to call Dennis Wilson at Wilson Financial Advisors, 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or just click on the Wilson Financial Advisors banner at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. And, uh, you know, as you were talking, uh, Neil, I just, the irony of the Democrat Party supporting Mifepristone, Bill Clinton saying, hey, Leo, we got yeah. this World Population Council because uh, we're going to be mm -hmm. overpopulated soon. So, hey, take, let's, can we get RU486 to be donated the patent so we can start manufacturing this stuff because we're going to have a big problem here. And people believe it. I mean, lock, stock, and barrel. Well, this is good. This is health care. I mean, didn't we establish last week one of the reasons why Alliance Defending Freedom could file a lawsuit against the FDA approval of Mifepristone is because they've reclassified pregnancy as an illness? And this yeah, is the medication right. that's treated. I mean, what kind of sick. world are we living in? This is ridiculous. It, it, is, it is sick. And by the way, when you talk about, Neil, when you were talking about one out of five girls and women have some kind of complications, bleeding, intense things like that, uh, it, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if it's not more than that, but even the Alan Guttmacher Institute itself, the former research arm of Planned Parenthood, okay, their own numbers, which is a joke, they say 
3% of mifepristone cases, 3% of abortion pills require some kind of serious medical issue, complication, bleeding, things along those lines. Let's pretend it was 3%, and it's not. It's way more. But even if it were 3%, mifepristone's 53% of abortions in America. There's a million-plus abortions a year in this country. That means you've got over a half a million abortion pill abortions happening in this country. Using Planned Parenthood's own numbers, that would make it over 15,000 women every year mm -hmm. suffering major serious life-threatening complications. And those are from the, the the tiny sliver of dishonest manipulated numbers of only 3%. And Tylenol was taken off the shelves for a handful of cases. So this is... Uh, all right. Yeah. Anyway, right. let's... Uh, Let's do this because we want to shift over to Tucker Carlson. Now, over the, probably next week and over the next few weeks, off and on, we'll certainly be talking more about 2024 and Joe Biden. But Tucker Carlson, of course, as we all know, was let go from Fox News on Monday morning of this week. There's a lot of speculation as to why. And I know there's there's many different conspiracy theories that are running out there, and it could be a mix of a bunch of different things. It could be that he got too high maintenance and some of the executives were just tired of him criticizing them in texts and in private and behind the scenes. It could have been that uh, he just created a toxic work environment and too many people were complaining about how difficult he was to work with and he was too politically incorrect in the comments and sexist comments he'd make and off-color jokes and whatever. It could have been a, a, a partial amount of a bunch of that, but I'll be honest with you guys, I... I'd, I think that, and I can't know this, but it seems to me that Fox News has just been heading more and more down the Mitch McConnell cable TV network road where they want to be centrist, moderate, rhino, and just slightly right of center, but no more of this controversial stuff like questioning COVIDs and vaccines and masks and big pharma and January 6th context and election fraud and deep state and the stuff that Carlson has had the courage to talk about. I just think Fox News is like, we don't want to go down that road anymore. We're, we're afraid of it. Let's just be centrist, moderate. Let's appease Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell. And we don't want to go down the Donald Trump MAGA road. And this is too MAGA for us. And that's what he represents. Not to mention, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if there wasn't a behind-the-scenes deal with Dominion saying to Dominion, tell you what, if you agree to let us pay a little less than half, and if you agree that we don't have to put out a, a statement of guilt, then we'll have a handshake off the record agreement that we'll get rid of Tucker. We'll phase him out. And you can always call us on the carpet if we renege on that. I, I mean, I'm not saying that's what happened, but I, I just I wouldn't be a bit surprised if there's not a little bit of that there, too. I think this is Fox. They're already gender pronoun Fox News. And so I, it just seems to me they don't want the Tucker Carlson, Dan Bongino, Wayne Allen Root wing of the Republican Party to be part of the face of Fox News anymore. I could be wrong, but that's my suspicion. Let's throw it around the table. What do you guys think? I disagree, uh, only because, All right. you know, he was a huge moneymaker and ratings and money matter to television networks, cable or otherwise. So uh, I I don't think it's plausible. I mean, it's possible, but I don't really think that's the case. Just What's opinion. the alternative then? What's the alternative? I don't know. Uh, possibly to save face. I mean, there was the whole, there, there was an awful lot of uh, things that he was talking about that apparently weren't true. Um, and so there was the embarrassing credibility kind of issue, and maybe they just wanted to stake a claim and say, look, at this is not what Fox News is about, so you're out. 
Okay, but why isn't that an embarrassing credibility problem for all of the rest of the media who said countless stuff that isn't true, like Russia collusion for four years? I mean, they do stuff like this all the time. They push the Trump called neo-Nazis, very fine people kind of thing. That doesn't cost anybody. I mean, well, Don Lemon, I suppose, but that's for different reasons. So why, why is it that Tucker Carlson can talk about things that actually really are true and have maybe the occasional one here or there that, okay, that really can't be substantiated. Maybe that's too thin of a limb for him to gone out on, but that's a deal killer? All of this is speculation, including what you said, but uh, I think it's an effort to save face. I think who knows what was in the other text messages that nobody got to read that might have come out if this thing actually went to trial. There may be other embarrassing information that exists uh, that says Tucker needs to be the scapegoat. We need to look like we care about, you know, truth in the media, blah, blah, blah. And even though the other side does it and the mainstream media gets away with it, we have to look like we care about truth and credibility. Therefore, we're going to get rid of Tucker because Tucker perhaps uh, had more dirt on Fox or, you know, that to make Fox look bad uh, in the future. And he needed to go for that reason. I don't know. Doesn't yeah, firing you know, him backfire then on them? Well, you know, and the other thing too, really quick though, guys, he's, you know, and I love Tucker, but I don't always agree with Tucker. There's a lot of things he says that right. I just, I won't go with. I, I, I don't agree with. Uh, one of the things I think he's done here of late in the last three weeks, I believe, which to me is a huge mistake that this play into it at all. I have no idea, but he had Glenn Beck on his program one evening, which Glenn is a competing talk show host and a competing network to Fox News. Why in the world would you have someone that competes with you and your network on as a guest and then agree with everything the knucklehead says? Yes, I called Glenn a knucklehead because in a lot of cases he is as well. Why in the world you'd have that guy on and then agree with him is beyond me, guys. I mean, no offense. If I was Fox News, I'd fire him over that. Well, you know, there's the other issue, too, that uh, the 800-pound gorilla in the room that all of us deal with on a regular basis, we all work for commercial radio stations. We have advertisers that support our programs. If we don't have advertisers, we don't have support, we don't have a program. I mean, take a look at some of the, the things that C- Tucker has gone after with regard to Big Pharma and Fauci and you know, the COVID thing and this, that, and the other thing. And then look at all the medical ads that run on his show and run on the network. I mean, at some point, maybe he poked the bear one too many times with regard to Pfizer and some of these other big pharma companies. And they just said, you know what? enough's enough we're gonna have to eat the 750 million by the way that the half a billion dollar settlement that everyone's crowing about has anyone paid attention to the philip morris agreements that all the tobacco companies have had to pay they paid 200 billion dollars in fines and without admitting any guilt you know you know cancer Mm. uh, cigarettes cause cancer well they didn't have so fox didn't have to admit any guilt either this is not the biggest settlement in the history of the world and quite frankly, Tucker Carlson seems like the scapegoat. I don't for a minute think that Fox News ever went after the conservative audience because of any sort of morality, any sort of, you know, this is the way that we are I supposed agree. to do this. Oh, right. I mean, of th- this, was, th- this was brilliant business. Everybody else is leaning so far to the left. You know there are people who don't agree with them. If half the country doesn't, why wouldn't you want that audience? I mean, and, and well, they should... Sh- They've shed Bill O'Reilly before. They've shed Megyn Kelly before. Even uh, the aforementioned Glenn Beck used to be, you know, had, he, he had a history with Fox. So, I mean, it's not like they haven't done one of these before. The timing is suspicious. The reasoning going around is suspicious. But, I mean, it just kind of seems like business to me, business as usual. Well, it, it, you do have, I mean, these conservatives that I actually I had on my show yesterday, Wayne Allen Root, okay, a conservative guy, kind of a, a Trump-supporting guy, and he's considered a right-wing bomb thrower, okay, fine 
But, you know, he was pointing out, he said, you know, all I know is I get fired from Fox News as a contributor. Dan Bongino a couple weeks ago gets fired. Now Tucker Carlson gets fired. And who is Fox News purging? Fox News is purging the ones who are willing to go out on the quote unquote right wing limbs and go after some of these kind of things that the mainstream media says are conspiracy theories. So I'm not saying Carlson is right about everything. He's not. And there are certainly a lot of things I disagree with him on. But let's face it, who in the mainstream media has the guts to say uh, to, to go after the the COVID line on things like vaccines and and COVID and manipulating numbers, uh, who's had the guts to say regarding January sixth? Hey, what those guys did were wrong, but come on, this is not a date that will live in infamy. This is not bigger than nine eleven. Uh, this has been overblown by the press and by the Democrats. And and to to be willing to examine some of those things, it, it's almost like. Fox News is afraid to venture into that category anymore and say, you know what, forget it. Let's just be safe cable, safe, slightly conservative cable. And I'm not discounting the other stuff that you're saying about him poking some serious bears with pharma and with the advertisers and maybe just being you know, too hot to handle internally and saying, let's just purge him of this. And personally, I think the Dominion thing could have had some to do with it as well. Hey, let's have a backroom deal here and let's get him out of here so we don't have the embarrassment of him maybe throwing Fox under the bus in the future. But I don't know how strong his non-disclosure agreements are, but I got to imagine them firing him opens up the window for him possibly trashing them if he ends up starting his own network. Not if he goes to another network, but if he starts his own, it could blow up. We'll, we'll see. But but see let's, let's do this because... Yeah, you know what? And you might be right. I'd be curious to doesn't see have, if he enough, does. He doesn't have enough capital. He'd have to find some investors to do that. I don't think he well, on his own he's can done do it that. before. Well, though, the I mean, question Jay is, like, I'll tell you what, let's let's do this because I want to, because Roger, that's one of the things I want to go into next here. What does Carlson do next? Uh, before we do that, though, okay, when you hear us talking about advertisers and sponsors and such. Uh, the fact is, you listen to this podcast and you know that there's people and there's organizations that sponsor this podcast. We appreciate them doing this. We, we appreciate Wilson Financial. We appreciate ADF, Life's Defending Freedom. We appreciate Preborn. And by the way, we appreciate you folks supporting our sponsors. We do. And what's great about it is when you support them, you're also doing great work too. Uh, like, for example, with Preborn, you realize Preborn is the pro-life organization that is responsible for showing ultrasound images of unborn babies to expectant moms all across the country in pro-life centers. And when those moms see an image of their baby, you know they choose life almost all the time. So they choose life instead of Planned Parenthood. And those moms usually end up accepting the Lord as well. So this is a great thing that Preborn's doing, but it takes money, everybody. $28 is the average cost to stop one abortion through ultrasound images. 28 bucks, that pays for the ultrasound images. So we're asking everybody listening right now, would you make a decision about how many babies' lives you'd like to save? We're asking you for a one-time gift, and here's what it is. Take $28 to stop one abortion and multiply that times whatever number maybe God places on your heart. Is it five babies, 10 babies, 100 babies, whatever you can afford, however much God has blessed you, would you give a one-time gift of $28 times fill in the blank? And every penny you give goes to fund ultrasounds, nothing for overhead. This is preborn. So here's how you do this. Go online right now to crawfordmediagroup.net. That's crawfordmediagroup.net and just click on preborn and you can give right there, crawfordmediagroup.net. And if you want to give over the phone, they answer the phones 24-7. 
Call anytime. Call in the middle of the night. Call right now. 833-850-BABY. Just mention National Crawford Roundtable when you call. 833-850-BABY. We appreciate you folks doing this, and let's save these babies' lives as we talk about Tucker Carlson, Fox News. So, John, you don't think he's got the resources to back this up. Roger, what's your take on that? Because one of the arguments I'm hearing is that Tucker Carlson, and I don't know how accurate this is, but he's got more than just a fan base. He's got kind of an ideological following similar to how Donald Trump has. So, you know, Bill O'Reilly had a fan base, but he didn't really have an ideological following, an almost cult following. Tucker Carlson, to some right-wingers, does. Roger, I don't know. What do you think? Might that be enough for for some donors to provide him the money to start a network? Well, it wouldn't be the first time. I mean, he started the Daily Caller in 2010. He got a $3 million investment from Foster Freeze and, and, and parlayed that into something. Now his net worth is $370 million. So I think he's got the he's got enough name brand and goodwill to generate that kind of interest once again. And let's face it, the world's a lot different now in 2023 than it was in 2010 as far as the media landscape goes. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, people went, wow, Adam Carolla has a million people following his podcast. Now look at Joe Rogan on Spotify, for crying out loud. I mean, if Tucker Carlson got anywhere close to where Joe Rogan is. And and he, if he's got three and a half million viewers every night on cable, that's pretty remarkable. And if they are, Bob, as you mentioned, that kind of ardent, you know, the, the O'Reilly factor never really translated into the podcast world. He's still doing his no spin zone and whatever. But I think right. Tucker could become his own brand. He could become his own network and have all sorts of Tuckerites coming along with him. It really depends on how many people, I mean, the initial reaction is saying the audience was down by, what, 700,000 the first night Brian Kilmeade filled in for him and Fox is kind of dancing around this. But I think I think he's got the juice if he has the desire. He certainly could def- he can pull this off. What do you think, Neil? You think, he, I think he could. Carlson is his own brand? Yeah, I don't think that Fox let him go for that reason. I think there's other reasons why they let him go, but I, I think anybody that thinks he's not his own brand is underestimating Tucker Carlson. He's got a huge following, and the whole ideological thing is interesting. But what also is really interesting to me, and I'll be real brief, is, I mean, if you think about it, here he is sending out text messages about his disdain for Donald Trump. He can't stand him, you know, he despises right. Donald Trump. And yet, a lot of his followers, a lot of the people that were following Tucker Carlson were doing so because he was supportive uh, to Donald Trump, meaning yeah. that their love for him was based on deception. And I wonder if that's going to impact him. You know, and that, that is an interesting point. Will, will that play into that? You know, we got the second half of the podcast coming up. We're going to dive into a lot more of this, including what the future is for Fox News. And is there a relationship in the future between conservatives and Fox News that is the same as it was in the past, or is that going to be weakened? Uh, so there's a lot to examine here. I want to remind everybody, if you haven't given to Preborn yet, please do that now. Again, go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net. That's CrawfordMediaGroup.net. Click on the Preborn tab, and right there, just take $28 times whatever number God places on your heart. All right. It's, remember, $28 is the average cost to stop one abortion, to save one baby's life, by paying for ultrasound images, okay? So $28 times whatever number your budget will allow. Just give that CrawfordMediaGroup.net, click on Preborn. And don't forget, you can also give over the phone, 833-850-BABY, and they answer the phones 24-7. So you can call right now, 
baby. Just mention National Crawford Roundtable when you call. You can also listen to the second half of this National Crawford Roundtable on your regular radio station. Now, if they don't play the second half at the same time, sometimes they move the second half to a different time, go to your radio station's website, Go to the program guide, see where they play the second half. You can listen to it there or just listen to us online at CrawfordMediaGroup.net or Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. You can watch video of us as well at MyHopeNow.com. Second half coming up next. This has been a Crawford Media Group production. Continuing the second half of the National Crawford Roundtable podcast with myself, Bob Duco, the Bob Duco Show out of Detroit, John Rush, Rush to Reason out of Denver, Colorado, Neil Boron, Neil Boron Live out of Buffalo, New York, Roger Marsh, the bottom line from the People's Republic of California. As we're talking all things Tucker Carlson and Fox News, trying to analyze what happened here, why. We can't know for sure why Carlson was fired. We each have our own theories. Who knows who's right or what mix of it is that is right. But I am curious what you guys think about the brand of Fox News going forward. Because when we look at Fox News, now, as I've told my audience, and I'm sure you guys probably have said similar things, Fox News is not a Christian network. Nope. They're not. They're a secular network. Okay, yep. they're a secular network that produces the, the revenue and profits, and that's what their job is. But their brand has been traditionally not to be uber conservative. I don't think they have any kind of ideological drive to them. I don't think Murdoch does, but they had a very smart brand, which was CNN, MSNBC, all the rest of the mainstream press. They're, they're propaganda arms for the left wing, and they're really hostile to anything that gets too conservative, let alone evangelical Christian conservative. Fox News said, we're still going to give a voice to the left wingers, but we're not going to be hostile to conservative Christian voices. We're going to give them a forum also. And so since they were more friendly to us in those areas, conservatives tended to flock toward Fox News, sometimes with unrealistic expectations of Fox News being more conservative ideologically than they were. But the fact is, we got a voice. In If, if Robert Jeffers wanted to write an op-ed about how Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved, Fox News would run op-eds like that where you know ABC or NBC never would. So this is why I think conservative Christians have enjoyed Fox News so much. But guys, I got to tell you, watching Sean Hannity last year interview Bruce Jenner and call him her and she and stuff like that with the pronouns, Fox News requiring gender pronouns to be used uh, you know, in all of their programming and all of their news reports and such, and then now with the purging of the more conservative voices, I just, I wonder what the brand of... I talked about this with my audience, guys, and I'll tell you what, my listeners overwhelmingly, anecdotally, but overwhelmingly, were telling me, that's it, I'm done with Fox News. They're just, they're nothing more than, they're basically the Mitt Romney, Mitch McConnell now, and I just don't have any interest for somebody just slightly to the right of CNN anymore. But I don't know, what do you guys think about the brand of Fox News and their relationship with conservative Christians? 
I, I probably am the worst one to ask that question to because I don't watch any of them. I've only caught Tucker's show maybe a total of five to six times ever, and that's usually listening to satellite radio on my way home at night because that's when he's on as I'm driving home. So the reality, guys, is I don't live with Fox News, don't care what Fox News does. I don't need Fox News to get what I do on a daily basis, and frankly, neither does anyone else. So all the people out there that are just really upset about Tucker leaving, number one, they're putting their faith in the wrong uh, person, the wrong entity, and to be in Jesus Christ and God the Father himself and the Holy Spirit and not not Tucker Mm -hmm. Carlson. So there's so many Christians out there distraught over him leaving that, frankly, guys, that's the thing that bothers me the most. You're putting all your faith in one guy? Well, let me me step in. I got to defend some of these Christians here because I don't know if it's that they're putting their faith in Fox. They're distraught, though, Bob, over a guy leaving a network. That's ridiculous. We're not talking about being distraught. We're basically saying I'm not going to bother getting my news from them anymore. Well, well I, look, I if there's anybody, if, okay, I'll say this. If there's anybody that's distraught about Tucker Carlson getting fired, then of course they're practicing the idolatry of putting their hope and faith and trust. Just Thank like you. Christians who were distraught by Donald Trump losing. Agree. You know, when Trump when Trump lost, you know what I did on the next day? I said, I'm not discouraged. I'm not defeated. Okay, Jesus Christ is still Lord. It didn't leave me distraught. So, of course, there's going to be some Christians who are putting their hope in the wrong areas. But I'm talking about your average rank-and-file Christian whose hope is in Jesus Christ, but they're also involved in politics, and they tend to get their politics from Fox News. I agree with you as far as getting it personally. If you ask my wife, I probably watch Fox News maybe once or twice a month, and that's for about a half a show. So I don't get my news from Fox News either. I get it. But a lot of Christians who are into politics do. Okay, so, so really quick, Bob, they're, they're turned off. Why? I, okay, I got a question. Why? Knowing all of what the four of us do, and we seem to get our news just fine every day, we don't watch Fox News. Why do you need it to get along in life? Well, it's not that they need it. I think that they watch Fox News Then why Fox are they so because, upset about because, Tucker leaving? Because they're... A- it's not that they're so upset. Now, again, those that are so upset are also the ones that were so upset over Donald Trump not getting in, okay? They got an idolatry problem. But for everybody else, because they, they want to get their they want to get political news and they want to hear a side of the story that they're not hearing. They're never going to hear what's, you know, look, they're, they're not going to see, I mentioned Robert Jeffers before, Franklin Graham or some of these people. They're not going to see them being interviewed on CNN or MSNBC. They're not going to see the kind of coverage that, that conservative Christians get that uh, they, they, it's not as biased basically. CNN and the rest of them are overwhelmingly 95% left-wing Very propaganda. True. Fox yeah. News would at least give kind of a 50-50 mix and that's where conservatives are like, okay, well, hey, here's a place at least I can hear some stuff I'm not going to hear at MSNBC. Oh, okay, well, so go it, somewhere else then. It, well, exactly. People have maybe choices. they will. People have choices, maybe. and and you know how is this going to affect them? I got a couple of things I want to say about it, but you know the, I think maybe part of the appeal of Fox News was that you know they were willing to call out the federal government when the federal government was trying to hide things from the American people. They were willing to stand for what looked like truth, uh, although you know they've obviously been accused of their own set of lies. But the the fact is, they felt like I think a lot of the American people, and especially conservatives and Christians, felt like somebody's speaking on our behalf. Well, I, I just this reminds me again of our uh, partner, Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, let me give you an example. Does anybody, any sane person, think that College of the Ozarks in, in Missouri, a small private Christian college, should be forced against their long-standing policy and beliefs to require girls on campus to share bathrooms and dorm rooms with biological males? Does that make sense? It's insane. Well, it's insane. That's exactly what the Biden administration is trying to do right now. 
And imagine any of us, you know, sending our precious daughters off to Christian college only to discover that they're being forced to share intimate spaces with men. Like, what? What are we talking about? Well, the Alliance Defending Freedom sued the U.S. Department of Housing uh, and Urban Development whose twisted directive, which, by the way, was inspired by the executive order that President Biden signed in his first day in office, that essentially forces College of the Ozarks and other Christian schools to violate these deeply held religious beliefs or face mammoth fines or even possible shutdown. That's crazy. Well, no Christian school, including College of the Ozarks, should be robbed of its constitutionally protected freedoms. We all know that. So Alliance Defending Freedom stepped in, pro bono, by the way, to argue that the government cannot strip a private faith-based institution of its values simply because it disagrees with its biblical view of sexuality. So ultimately, this is about us. This is about people who care about freedom. And if it hasn't happened already, it won't be long before you and I face similar challenges to our own freedom and beliefs. Well, we need at least 40 of you, I mentioned this earlier, 40 people right now to step up and say, I'm going to help. And you got to know that your support is crucial. In the last 12 years, Alliance Defending Freedom has literally won 14 victories at the U.S. Supreme Court level. And I mentioned earlier, 80% of all the cases that they've ever taken on. So $50 will help a lot. 100 helps even more. Some of you could give $1,000. Join us right now, right now, in the fight for freedom. And it's simple. Call 877 877- Three six seven six four six one, or click on Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, there's a banner there at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. Go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net. But you know, let's uh, back up for a second to this question that we've been talking about. And uh, and I just wanted to say for a second, I'm well. A couple things. Well, let me just ask this question of you guys. See where you go with it. Donald Trump in the past has called the mainstream media fake news, knowing uh, now that you know, this Dominion voting system thing was embraced to some degree by the by the anchors on Fox and that, that they were willing to entertain at least some level of deception, knowing that that this was based on falsehood and lies. Uh, will Trump now call Fox News fake media, fake news? Yeah, he hasn't done that yet. And I, I think he probably realizes that he that he needs to, of course. But uh it will be kind of interesting to to see. But I, I I'll tell you what though, Neil, what you're saying about ADF, I mean, it is so true. We've gotta we've gotta support ADF. We've gotta support uh certainly Wilson Financial preborn. I mean, we talk about uh, these all the time and right. I mean, I don't know, Roger, I mean what do you think? How do you think Trump's gonna handle Fox News? Well, he's gonna he's gonna do what he always does, which is gonna make it all about him, and people will be drawn to him, and they will follow his pipe piperness. And you know, in all honesty, that's one of the reasons. I mean, you mentioned Dennis Wilson, Wilson Financial, um, mm-hmm. the, where the Trump tax cuts were passed in 2017, and they really did help overall a lot of people in the middle class. There were some places in there when it came to retirement accounts and things like that that Dennis was very critical of, and uh, we had some great conversations uh, over the fact that we you got to look at this objectively and see what's going on. I love the fact that Dennis can do that you know that he could say yeah he was a great president but boy this thing that he did we're going to be stuck with this till 2026 and it really doesn't help people who are trying to you know make maximize the most of their investments in retirement when you call dennis wilson and set up a complimentary consultation take a look at everything that you've got in terms of where your investments are and you know what are the things that we're concerned about we don't want to pay high taxes we know the biden administration is going to keep raising taxes because they're piling on the debt we want to make sure that your investments don't go down my goodness anybody who had a 401 K in 2021, had a 201K in 2022, and they're going even lower now because the stock market keeps collapsing. 
Real estate values are all over the map. You want that kind of consistency. And Wilson Financial helps you get that. When you call 800-696-9970, you, you get that information and you can you can start making good decisions. I mean, I appreciate somebody who could say, look, I mean, Donald Trump is going to go out there and say, well, I called fake news. I called the big, they stole the election, this, that, and the other thing. And there are some things there that are factually inaccurate about what the former president said. We have to be as factually accurate as we can. Was the election rigged? Yes, it was. Do the other networks lie? And of course they do. You know, quite frankly, Fox did the rest of the media a huge service by saying, yeah, we'll go ahead and take it on the chin on this one without admitting any wrongdoing. And a guy like Donald Trump, what's he going to do? Well, he, he's been... <laughs> Ever since the election didn't go his way, if someone said Fox says something he doesn't like, all of a sudden it's, oh, you should see what they're doing at Fox, and they're a bunch of losers. And I mean, Donald Trump's going to Donald Trump. I mean, that's just that's what he's going to do. But I think for yeah. those of us in the body of Christ who said, gosh, it was really nice for the past 20 years to know that someone at least would listen to the conservative voice, and 99 times out of 100, I think they were right. More often than not, and a, a good friend of mine used to be a radio critic uh, here in town, and it, he would he would teach at local community colleges about broadcast journalism, and he said, look, I despise Fox News. I really don't like it. I'm hardcore liberal. But when you look statistically at the way they present the stories, at least half the time Fox News is reporting on the story, whereas MSNBC, 90% of it is opinion. And quite right. frankly, if you want to form a good, healthy opinion on a story, you have to know what the facts are. So, I mean, to that to that point, the fact that Fox would be in this situation where now they're calling their own credibility into question, it's a little it's a little disturbing. I don't know that it's a it's a death knell, you know, for conservatives and Christians. Another network will come up. Hey, guys, there's the National Crawford Roundtable podcast that comes up every week. I mean, I realize we're only an hour, but we've got our own broadcast, too. I mean, maybe that mm -hmm. puts us into a place where people are coming and saying, thank you for telling the truth. Thank you for explaining what's happening in the world. Thank you for doing it with a biblical worldview. I mean, let, let's not discount what happens here and on our respective shows each and every day right you know let, let me so just true. say how much i appreciate what john was saying earlier about the fact that you know we have a hope in jesus as opposed to fox news or tucker carlson and tongue-in-cheek right. i mean this sincerely tongue-in-cheek like i wonder if any christian prophets are going to prophesy that tucker carlson will be back at fox news by mid-may <laughs> Seriously. Ooh. and then when that Good doesn't one, happen Neil. will they try to spin it and say well what Good i was one. really saying like, was what this. i really meant yeah <laughs> what happened was good one that's oh boy! All right, so uh, well, and look, as far as Fox News and and conservative Christians go, I, I guess this goes to the point I was making before. There are a lot of Christians out there who they want to at least be up on what's happening in the news, but they know when they watch the regular news, they're seeing Democrat propaganda and it's 95% liberal and whatever, and Fox News gives them a chance to at least say, hey, at least I'm going to see uh, somewhat balanced reporting and get to see the other side. And so I think that's what a lot of conservative Christians appreciate. And the ones who put their hope and their faith and their trust in, you know, Fox News and are distraught, and well, then, you know, they got bigger issues to deal with with the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think, though, and John, let me ask you as a business, you're a businessman also, and you certainly understand branding and imaging and mm -hmm. such like that. Is Fox News's brand and image, is it being damaged or weakened in any way with conservatives in this. Think of it this way. We know what Mitch McConnell, we know in politics what happens if you go just slightly right of center uh, politically, right? Well, how successful was Bob Dole? How successful was Mitt Romney, Paul Ryan, you know, all of these people, John McCain. So if Fox News is just going to be basically John McCain cable, 
will that be successful enough to be the anti-CNN? Yes, I hate to say that because, to your point earlier, the other side is so far the other direction that even if they're just halfway there or just a teeny bit right of center, yes, will they have enough advertisers to make that work? Yeah, I mean, sorry, folks, newsflash, Fox News is not going bankrupt. They're not going under. Will this hurt them temporarily with a certain percentage of the audience? Potentially, but I guess you also have to look at, Bob, the people that are... Are watching, and I say this with as much love as I can. No offense, a lot of Christians are cheap as get out, and are they really spending money with the advertisers on Fox News? Frankly, I would highly doubt it. So, really, when it's all said and done, will this hurt Fox News at all? Nope. Yeah. Well, you know what? It, truth is, I sorry, think probably just being honest, right. guys. Right. right now, right now, you've got some conservatives that are making an emotional decision, and they're angry, and they're canceling their. Fox Nation subscription. By the way, if you really like want to get down, just cancel all of it. I've been without cable or satellite for two years now and haven't missed it a bit. You don't need it, guys. Being honest with you. Yeah, you can, you, know you can, as you guys said That's earlier, you true. can listen to programs like ours and get a lot more out of it than you'll ever get by watching any sort of television. Just cancel all of it. Hey, there you go. And you know what? Wouldn't break my heart at all if all of that went away quite frankly. So we should all be able to live without Fox News or any And you can, but, by the way. <laughs> you know, And I do think it'll be a short-term emotional decision. you got some people that's like, they're so angry, and it's like, okay, fine, well, I'm done with Fox News. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just, I look at Fox News and I'm like, well, okay, it's a shame that I see them branding themselves more and more down this road. I think they're going to be less and less conservative. I Personally, if Fox News was all Tucker Carlson kind of voices, I think that would be a mistake. But I think that that's some spice that's healthy for them programmatically and without Can't it disagree. I, I think they'll Can't be a disagree. little weaker than they would have been but I don't think they're going to be devastated no, uh, and, and, and by the way Bob I, I think you're programming wise I think you're 100% correct and I think they would be uh, well advised to do something similar along those lines without Tucker but have something that's that's close to that the problem is they don't have a we talked about this yesterday on air they don't have a bench so I really don't know what they do as far as that goes yeah and who knows maybe there's some up and comer you look at Jesse Waters he's a young yep. guy but yep. I, I kind of think to my he's probably thinking himself okay well now i've got the inside track to become the new young star because hannity is kind of being perceived as the old school guy but you also wonder is he gonna go out on a limb or is he gonna play ball and color within the lines to keep from upsetting management as well so you know who knows what he's got inside him as far as that goes when you do listen to this podcast though folks and john's absolutely right you can get you don't need to get it from TV news. You really don't. We try to provide you the best commentary and analysis on what's happening in politics and culture and Christian living on this podcast. We appreciate you listening to us. We appreciate you supporting our sponsors. We appreciate you giving to Preborn. If you haven't done that yet, do it now. Remember, we can talk about being pro-life all day long. But what are we doing about it? Are we actually taking action? Okay, it's one thing to, oh, hear those nice preborn commercials. That's nice. But how many of us are actually really saying, I'm going to put some skin in the game. I'm going to be responsible for stopping some abortions. Folks, you can do this by giving to Preborn. Remember, Preborn, they're the organization that shows these ultrasound images of unborn babies to expectant moms in pro-life centers all across the country. And those moms choose life, and they usually end up accepting the Lord when that happens. But it takes money to pay for these ultrasound images. $28 is the average cost, the average calculated cost to stop one abortion, to save one baby's life. That's why we're asking you right now, will you take $28 times fill in the blank? 
What is that number? What would you like the legacy to be of your family, of your business, of your home? How many babies' lives will you be responsible for saving? We're asking you for a one-time gift. Hey, if you could do 100 babies, that's $2,800. One time, boom, you're done. It's a tax write-off. Maybe it's 10 babies. It's $280. Maybe it's even more than that. We don't know what you can afford. We just know that these babies need to be saved and the moms need to know Jesus, and it starts with us. So here's how you give. Go online right now to CrawfordMediaGroup.net. That's CrawfordMediaGroup.net. Click on Preborn. And right there you can give. 100% of what you give goes to fund ultrasounds. Nothing for overhead. And if you want to give over the phone, you can call right now, 833-850-BABY, and the answer to the phone is 24-7. Call anytime, 833-850-BABY. Just mention National Crawford Roundtable when you call. We appreciate you folks doing this. As we talk about Tucker Carlson, Fox News, the future of Fox News and the brand, I do want to go a little bit deeper, guys, toward the end here about uh, Donald Trump in 2024, because we started the podcast talking about Joe Biden announcing for 2024. We'll probably get into that in more detail next week. But what about the Trump factor? Do you think, okay, you guys are going to wince when I say this, is there any part of Donald Trump that feels like maybe he does kind of need Fox News, and so he doesn't want to 100% burn bridges. Do you think there's any part of that, or is Donald Trump just going to be the bull in the china shop, Donald Trump, whatever given day it is? If he wants to win, he needs them, so I doubt if he says anything about it. You're probably right. So you're thinking he's going to back off of Fox News just a little bit. Yep. See, that's what I'm thinking, that that somewhere down inside him, Trump was like, I'm only a 98% bull in a China shop because there's still 2% of me that recognizes I need them, and I'll never admit it to anybody, not even Melania. Yep. I don't know. Go ahead, Roger. I was going to say, he's not the sure thing he became in 2016. I mean, people are are willing to push back a little bit. They want to see him play nice with the other kids. Um, Fox News is, has been kind of a thorn in his side ever since the 2020 election. He's going to have to learn how to be the front runner and work with them again instead of being the underdog who could be a bull in the china shop. And people went, yeah, we've never seen that before. Well, we've seen this before. So now he's got. He does have something he didn't have in 2016, though. He's got a four-year track record of success that he can point to. True. He can say, here's what I accomplished in my first term. So love me or hate me, love my tweets, hate my tweets. These are the results I actually really did get in real life. He's got that card he can play. He couldn't play it then. I think, honestly, that, well, I used to think to myself, I I don't think Donald Trump's ever met a bridge that he wasn't willing to burn. I mean, if you look at the (laughs) the carnage behind him in terms of people he's cut ties with or, you you know, affiliations he's had in the past that he no longer has... He probably you're probably right. He does need a conservative voice of some kind, especially with all of his Twitter problems in the past. Um, and he probably does need Fox News. But is his ego willing to let him admit that? I don't know if his ego gets involved. I don't think he cares about anything, including Fox News. But if common sense takes over, he's going to realize he's going to need some kind of a platform to get his message out prior to 2024. That's my You know what I think would destroy his ego probably more than anything else? Going down in history as a one-termer who couldn't get reelected when he tried again. I I think that would be such a blow to his ego that that he would suck it up and say, the lesser of the evils is I have to learn to color within the lines a little bit more than I have. 
How surprised was anyone that he played friendly with Tucker Carlson after realizing that Tucker Carlson said publicly he despises that? I know. See, that, that, that's kind of going to the point. I think he wanted to bring Tucker Carlson around. I think he does realize my historical legacy is at, at I'll go down in history as a loser who only had one term and then tried to get back in and couldn't get back in. I think he's scared to death of that. And I think he realizes, you know what? Mm -hmm. I, all right, Tucker trashed me behind my back, but yeah, I need some allies here. I'm going to work on getting some allies. And so could that's why right. I think he's probably going to back off on Fox News a little bit. Well, I could be might... proven wrong and he could blow up Fox News two weeks from now. Who knows? <laughs> he could. I was going to suggest there's a, a resource he might want to look into called The Art of the Deal. And that might actually, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. You know, I've heard about that. Good <laughs> one. That might be but, beneficial for him in this campaign. Good one. You know what? Actually, that really is true. You do wonder if, in his old old age, he's kind of becoming the curmudgeon who's re who's forgetting the fact that he does have to have nuance and savvy with certain people that he that he plays. Because you're right, he doesn't really play. Fox News anymore. He doesn't play people the way that he used to play them in the Art of the Deal days. And maybe that's something that he needs to learn. I can't just be the cranky old man who's, I do it my way. Uh, Trump being Trump. It, Trump being Trump in 2023 needs to be Trump being Trump the way that he was back in the yes. 1990s and 2000 yes. and even 2016. Yes. Yes. That's the Trump that Trump needs to be. And I think he needs to regain that. We'll see if no, he does. Can he is the question. Know. Let me say super quick. Uh, no, none yeah. of us can see anybody's heart, so we don't know where Tucker Carlson stands with the Lord. But he's got to be eating some humble pie right now of some kind. So I'm just wondering if we can pray for him quickly, because can you imagine with his ability and intellect what kind of a force he could be for the kingdom if he was surrounded? I'll tell you what, please do. And we, we have about 90, well, actually we have less than 60 seconds. So if you could, Neil, that'd be great. All right, well, uh, I'll pray. Um, Roger's a Lutheran. He'd take way longer. So, uh, Lord, I just... <laughs> hey, we get our services done in 60 minutes or less. We'll go be, ahead. Be quiet. I'm praying. <laughs> Lord, we do come before you right now. We've been talking about Tucker Carlson, but we don't know exactly where he stands with you. And rather than just talk about his ability or his talent or his job future and security or what he's going to do next, we don't know. But I just pray, Lord, that he would surrender his life to you if he doesn't know you. Because, Lord, all of us can be used by you to help build your kingdom. And I just pray for anyone listening today to recognize that our hope is not in Tucker Carlson or Fox News or any conservative voice. It's in the Lord Jesus Christ, as John mentioned earlier. And so, Lord, we ask for your will to be done in all of this, for your glory as you build your kingdom, and show us how we can best cooperate with the building of your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So amen. true. Amen. And it, it it is so true, folks. Do not let your hope and your faith and your trust be placed in Fox News or Tucker Carlson or Donald Trump, you know something, or even the United States of America. It's right. in Jesus Christ. We That's may love right. and fight for all of these other things, That's but these right. are branches on the tree. Jesus Amen. Christ is the truth. He is yeah. the vine. And we appreciate you folks listening to us. If you didn't give to Preborn yet, please do. Go right now to CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the Preborn tab. CrawfordMediaGroup.net, click on Preborn, and you can give right there. Don't forget, it's $28 to save one baby's life. You're paying for ultrasound images is what you're doing, okay? So that those moms will choose life when they see those images. So $28 times fill in the blank, whatever that number is. 
Is it 10 babies? Is it 50 babies? Is it 1,000 babies? Is it five babies? What can you afford? $28 times that number, and that's going to be your legacy. That's how many abortions you and your family stopped. So CrawfordMediaGroup.net, click on Preborn. We appreciate you doing that. Support our sponsors. Support Wilson Financial. Support ADF Alliance Defending Freedom. And we appreciate your five-star reviews of this podcast. You can listen to us at Apple Podcast Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, certainly Crawford. Crawford Media Group. You can listen to previous episodes there as well. And uh, you can watch video of our podcast at myhopenow.com. And we look forward to next week, of course. We'll be getting into, most likely, unless anything big happens in the news, uh, we'll be talking probably about the 2024 election and Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. It's Neil Boron, Neil Boron Live out of Buffalo, New York. Roger Marsh of the bottom line from the People's Republic of California. John Rush, Rush to Reason out of Denver, Colorado. Myself, Bob Duco, the Bob Duco Show out of Detroit. Guys, always great catching up with you. Looking forward to next week. Likewise. You too. Have a great Thanks, week, Bob. Bob. You bet. Thanks for listening, everybody. God bless. You've been listening to the National Crawford Roundtable Podcast, a view of today's culture through a biblical lens brought to you by Preborn, saving babies and souls. Join us in the fight to save babies from abortion. Your gift provides a free ultrasound for a mother in need. 80% of the time, she will choose life. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the Preborn logo to donate to save babies now. And by Alliance Defending Freedom, defending the First Amendment rights of free speech and religious liberty. Your generous financial support makes it possible for Alliance Defending Freedom to defend religious liberty, the sanctity of human life, freedom of speech, and marriage and family in America and around the world. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the ADF logo to give your financial support. And Wilson Financial Advisors, over 50 years of financial expertise and success, helping you build confidence in your financial future. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the Wilson Financial Services logo to learn more. You can download this podcast from Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more from your local Crawford Media Group station or at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. And you can watch video of the podcast at MyHopeNow.com. Please give this podcast a five-star rating on your Apple app and look for the notification on your app for when the next weekly edition of the National Crawford Roundtable podcast is ready for you to download. This has been a Crawford Media Group production.